Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got a real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. What is up, Big Rig Nation? It is May the 23rd. The boys are back. Um, and we got a little addition to the podcast. We, uh, as everyone knows probably by now, we started as a chat group of friends. Kind of a little hodgepodge. Um, there was four of us. Uh, and now there's always been three of us. But we've added our final Big Rig. Um, he goes by Marty. Uh, we're going to learn a little bit more about Marty here in a second. Um, but I, I first just want to say, how's everyone doing? Uh, this is the epitome of a low-budget podcast uh, because Marty's camera is an absolute disaster. It's distracting, quite honestly. But that's who we are at, a, at our core. Uh, Marty, a lot to get to today. But first off, um, how does it feel to be uh, in the Thunderdome? Uh, I feel it feels great. I'm super happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm a I'm an original big rig, and I'm happy to be I'm happy to be here. Yeah, so <laughs> he's in the group chat. Marty, stack guy Marty, stack guy Marty. Uh, Marty, do you actually first question? Do you keep stats? I have not ever kept an official stat. The only stat that I'm aware of is that Pete is the king of picks. Peter Peter knows all the picks. That's right. Yeah. Dude. Okay. All right. That that's <laughs> Marty. If, way... if Marty's been if Marty's been tailing me, he's a rich man. Let's just say that it's true. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's one way to start the show. Uh, a lot to get to today. Um, but I guess we'll just start with this. It's probably going to be a heavy dose of NBA today because there's really, really nothing else to talk about. We can talk about, obviously, the block party that happened over the weekend on Sunday. Um, but I guess we'll get right to it, boys. Um, we've had a pretty boring conference finals. Um, really boring. Uh, I think that all ends tonight. Um, I think... And, and as we all know, Pete, you maybe mo- know the best. Don't let us win one. Don't let us win one. Uh, dude, you could, I, say, you could say don't let us win one when you win one. You know? I, mean, I, I agree. We you, got, you guys one. laid down like, like on train tracks last game and just said, just run over us, Miami. We're good. Like, we don't want to win this game. We did. And it's kind of – it's very eerily similar to game three of that ALCS in 04, is it not? Okay, we're ta- we're talking about nineteen years ago now. <laughs> <laughs> let us win one. Uh, okay. we'll, get, we'll get to the subjects here in a little bit. Uh, I just wanted to say that don't let us win one. It's been in my mind all day. There's quotes out the wazoo from Marcus and Jalen. I can't believe we're even talking about Boston. We should just be talking about the Heat. Nuggets. Don't let us win one. No, we we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna spend some time on the Lakers Nuggets series. What a debacle that was. But I just want to say, don't let us win one. Debacle. It was a little bit of a debacle. Um, do you mean the officiating? <laughs> Go well, ahead. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt the host. No, sorry, no, 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 no. My place, this, dude. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. yeah. This is good. I, I told Marty. I said, Marty, little tag. I said, bring the pop. Bring the pop. He said, I'm going to bring the pop. So um, I have a list of notes. I'm ready to go through them whenever right. you guys are ready. Let's start with this, Mark. Give us a little background. <laughs> Give us a little. You know, you're you're new to the team, new to the pod, new to our listeners. Um, give who's us a little bit. Teams? Yeah, give us a little, you know, who's your sports teams, where you're from, and then we'll dive right into it, okay? 
I, I'd just like to clarify one thing you said. I'm not new to the listeners. I'm pretty sure I know every listener of this podcast, and I'm pretty sure they all know who I am. So I would you say might. hello to the listeners. Hello. Again. We don't know. There's a lot of listeners. <laughs> the Houston area, listeners. right, team? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of new listeners. Yeah. They probably all didn't know you. All right, go ahead. Uh, well, my name is Marty, or that's what they call me. Um, I'm from Denver. Uh, my sports teams... You know they they tend to vary a little bit, but uh, generally I'm a Denver sports fan, except is, for well, my generally. football team. Well, on my football team, I like the Steelers. My basketball team is the Nuggets, which we'll get to in a little bit. My hockey team is the Avalanche. I'm a big MLS Rush fan. I love the Rush. Uh, <laughs> what? The Rush? They're the Rapids, <laughs> dude. The Rapids. <laughs> I think there is a rush team out there, but it's definitely not from Colorado. So maybe <laughs> Marty Chicago Rapids. Rush. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're the a Rapids. Chicago soccer fan. That's cool. Do we, yeah. Should we cut Huge. this, Marty, or should we leave this in? Oh, no, you can leave it in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to leave it in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think that tells you everything you need to know about my sports fandom. It's, right it's all over the map. Yeah. What what about well, no, it's not all over the map. It's Denver plus the Steelers. I I don't like the Broncos. That's that's not all over the map. It's just one team. I mean, if anybody's all over the map, it's our host of the podcast. Thank oh, you. <laughs> Thank you. A little more confirmation for the listeners that I'm I'm not talking out of my ass all these all these episodes that Ryan is the flakiest sports fan in the world, even though he preaches. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that he's, he's from Boston. I'm just saying he's all over the map. I'm not. I'm not saying like if we're talking like a geographic map, he's all over the map. Ryan's racking up those travel miles. A lot of red I, I pins. Don't even know, I don't even know what that means. A lot of red pins on the map, Marty. I told myself I would never engage in this conversation ever again, and I'm not going to start today. So, <laughs> Marty, what what would you say? Because I know you're you've been invested in the Western Conference Finals. What would you say? Like, when do you start paying attention to your teams? That's my first uh, question. I'll, I'll, I told you this yesterday before the pod. Producer's notes. I the first NBA game I watched was Game One of the Western Conference Finals. I okay. felt like that was the perfect time to start watching. To be honest with you, I think I learned everything I needed to. <laughs> so you would, so you would admittedly say, "Hey, you know, I oh, I pay a, attention when it matters." Sounds like you. Right? I, I'm a man of the people. I'm a fair weather fan. That's what you would call me. That, I love you know, that. What, when the teams get good, I tune in. That's that's all you need to know. Oh, I'm also a Rockies fan, but I only yeah. go for the rock pile seats and to go on up on the rooftop. That's it. It's just a bar with a cover on it. That's all. Yeah, it the, is. the rock pile seats. It's like twelve bucks. You get a free yeah. hot dog and a free drink. Yeah. Yeah. That's like on Tuesday afternoons. I don't even know if they do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They stop doing that. Yeah. But I'm. Um, going, but to speak to my fandom, I'm going on Thursday, one o'clock game. Not everybody could do that. They wouldn't skip work just to go watch baseball, but I will. Uh, die hard. <laughs> I got my ticket. Yeah, I got my ticket. Does it have a three in front of it? I haven't even looked at it. I don't know. I didn't pay for it. It's section, not my ticket. Section 380, row X. I can't tell you guys but we heavily sponsor Ball Arena. So if you guys need the ins on the Ball Arena, I, I know some people I can get us some tickets. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, what, 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 how, what priority are you in for for finals tickets? Uh, um, there's probably about 7,000 people who work here. I'm towards the bottom, I would say. But you're on the list. Ball Arena holds, holds 19,000. So, yeah, we'll just keep I'm, that I'm talking employees, but yeah, no, I, I understand where you're talking about. Yeah, so, um, all right. 
let's start here, Marty. So you started gate watching game one. It's a really good time. Uh, the Nuggets, first time ever, swept uh, a team, which is impressive. And then it's the first time in the NBA Finals. Uh, what what do you what would you say overall state of the Nuggets? Um, you know, this team's been constructed, you know, the core, I would say, for about five, six years. Jamal Murray, uh, Nicola, obviously Mike Malone. Um, Marty, do you know who Nicola Jokic is? <laughs> the Joker, Pete? The Joker? Yeah, From- yeah. Oh, I just want to make I'm, sure. I'm very aware of Pete. How many, pe- how many people did you MVP. not know on the teams when you started watching on Monday? There was, Last there, there was one guy. Um that you didn't know? That's correct. So you knew everyone prior to the I knew Michael Porter, Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, um, KCP. There was one guy that I can't now I'm blanking on his name. I'm trying to find you him. still don't know. Still know. Aaron you Gordon. Aaron Gordon. But He's I got good. him now. He's a hard guy to forget once you know what he looks like. Well, what, what about the what about the bench? What about the bench fever? I don't know that much on the bench, Pete. Don't ask okay. me too much about the bench. Okay. So starting five. Starting five, we got four or five. I like that. That's good. They have like an eight-man rotation. So, you know, you got the majority of it. But I will. Can I Can I talk? Can I, can I, can I, yeah. can I say something? Floor is yours. The first thing I'd like to say, I watched, like I said, I, the first game I watched was game one, Lakers, Nuggets at Denver. I thought the Lakers were asleep most of the game. It, but somehow the score got to 140 to 140 or something like that, 138 to 136. Like I was in three. Yeah. So, but it was, it was, I didn't think that the Lakers ever thought that the Nuggets were a real contender. I just felt like they were sleepwalking the whole time. That was my, that was my high level notice as the game went on. But if you look at the stat sheet, it doesn't really look that way. Yeah. First, watch, that's my first. And that's you watched the game, game, right? I watched the whole game. Yeah. Okay. All right. Kind of, kind of. I think, like, hey, the Lakers got swept, right? Which is crazy. But every game, like, they, played, relati- they played relatively well. Um, yeah. So I thought it was, like, for it being a sweep, actually a decent series, which is kind of crazy to say. I, yeah. I thought all the games were good. I mean, they were tight games. There was no blowouts. I mean, it was, you know, fourth quarter coming down to it every game. I mean, game one, we looked like we were dominating, and it was still tight at the end of the game, right? And last night, we weren't in the lead till the fourth quarter. So, yeah, yeah. Um, Dean, welcome to the podcast. Do you want, do you want to jump yeah. in here at all? I mean, I think it just proves that Le- LeBron's at the end of his line, man. This is not the same LeBron. Like last night, he was. Jokic was guarding him at like the foul line, and LeBron's on top of the three point line, dribbling the air out of the ball, waiting for someone else to get open. Yeah. So it's just like, I mean, Miami LeBron or Cleveland LeBron was the type that he's pulling up from like 30 feet there and just like ripping your heart out. And I'm like, you know, it's just, it's not the same guy anymore. And kind of the rest of the guys in those, on, on that team just hoping to ride his coattails. He kind of did that last night, though, right? I mean, he had thirty in the first half, four for four. I think he just like I think he just got tired. I mean, he ran out of gas. Yeah, he played forty-seven and fifty-two seconds or something. One of my notes here: Nuggets have more steam than the Lakers. They just they just do. Well, they're younger for sure, and yeah, I think LeBron like he's like I'm gonna put it all on the line tonight. Did it all in the first half, and then just ran out of gas. He's like his legs couldn't get under him. He had his chance to tie it up at the end of the game. 
just just couldn't execute. Yeah. So yeah. some someone needed to to pick up some of the load from him after that first half, and nobody did. It's like you look at the the box score. I think Reeves is the only guy who shot above fifty percent. Reeves had a good series. Reeves is going to make himself a lot of money from that. But guy like AD, like trash. Like he pumped up his stats at the free throw line and got some rebounds. But it's like, come on, man. Like you were once regarded as one of the top five guys in the league, and you played. You looked like shit. Like LeBron. That was the whole idea. AD and LeBron in LA is that LeBron was going to pass the torch to AD. It's like the torch is getting passed, but not because AD is really taking it. It's just because LeBron's getting old. I'm like, dude, yeah, come on, man. You just you they all those guys expect LeBron just to do everything for them, and he's 38 years old. I and Dean, I think that's a good point. I I fell asleep last night looking at drafts, uh, because I was like. Because obviously Melo retired yesterday, so that 2003 draft class—that's crazy that this guy is still like. You look at these people and you're like, like Kirk Heinrich was drafted in 2003. Kirk Heinrich might as well—he could be 50. Like I have no like. It's insane that he is still producing on the the level that he is. I mean, it's really a borderline miracle. Um, so yeah, I just think it's a testament to. Is, you know, I mean, LeBron, I, don't, I think we kind of take him for granted in a sense that um, I don't think we'll see another LeBron for a long, long time in terms of, you know, the, the type of player he is and you know, the scoring leader and the championships and going to three different teams and winning championships. Like, yeah, I don't I, know. I, Marty, I don't know if you remember this. Remember when Ryan was like the biggest Cavs fan and biggest Heat fan? It's I, I was LeBron, the Heat. I was a LeBron fan. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the Heat, but I don't. I know yeah, it's turned into like a ricochet of, of me, Pete. But um, I got his Heat, LeBron. Pete, Pete, I got his Pete, Heat, Pete, LeBron jersey in my closet. Pete, if I remember correctly, there was multiple times when you and Rick would go out and you talked about the land a lot. There was a lot of talk about we're yeah. going to the land. Yeah, 2016. Yeah, and you guys, Pete, you guys Pete, were both I have pictures there. of Pete. Yeah, I both there. Yeah, I don't need to go down that road. Pete knows exactly well, what you're I'm talking about. I'm not an NBA fan, though. So. <laughs> I mean, that, that might be the flakiest take of, of all of all time, really, right there. So, all right. Um, so, so, Marty, let's talk about the finals. Well, first, who do you want to see? Uh, I want to see the Celtics, but because I think the Heat play with better energy and they'll match the Nuggets better. The Celtics don't want to be there, so that would be mm. much. I'd much rather play that. I'd probably so, agree with that. I mean, if the Celtics were there, I don't think you'd want to see a team that just won four in a row. That's a good point, Dean. I didn't think about that. But yeah, if they go oh, marching, this one won. if they yeah. go marching, I agree with you, Dean. Yeah, then I'd rather see the Heat. But yeah. if if not, no, I don't, I don't want to see that. If there's any way for the Celtics to get swept and then still make it to the NBA Finals, then you you definitely would want the Celtics. But <laughs> I mean, if they get swept tonight, I mean, I mean, my my <laughs> options are likely the Heat, right? That's who yeah. we're gonna play. So yeah, I mean, it Pretty is likely. what it is. Yeah, yeah. hundred forty nine and zero likely. So yeah. What's kind of crazy is that there's going to be nine days between now and the finals. It crazy. Is. Yeah. People are going to forget. I mean, nine days is a long time. Yeah, especially yeah. with, like, just two not, you know, flashy market teams, right? Like the Nuggets and Heat, nine days off, exactly. and then that starts. I don't know what those ratings are going to look like. You know, I, I'll I mean, say one thing. You could squeeze thing. a vacation in, in nine days. You could, they could go yeah. to – I don't know. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know what kind of vacations you take, Marty. Nine-day vacation. You could squeeze one in, you said? <laughs> So you could take like three. Yeah, you could go on. Yeah, that's what I mean. You could go on a four-day vacation, still come back, you know, practice, you know, do whatever you need. To do. You give James Harden nine days. 
Yeah. He's gonna he's he'll gonna be, be in some trouble to he'll be in the, um, Houston, the in Houston. He'll be he'll be in Vegas, Vegas for a few days. Yeah. Um, Dennis Rodman would have killed for a nine day vacation <laughs> in the playoffs. It is crazy though, but I, the he I have I have a lot of things in my mind. Can I can I back up for a second before we get to the finals? Um did did we all watch that game last night? I think that might be LeBron's last game. I didn't know. I no. think that I didn't now, either. But I didn't go into it. That's what I'm that. saying. It yeah. was kind of similar to how I felt watching like Brady play against the Cowboys. I'm like, this isn't his last game, right? Like this can't be. And and I don't think anybody did. But last night, you know, and I don't make, mean to make this about the Lakers, but LeBron is talking like that might have been his last game with some of the quotes and kind of backtracking his brawny. Uh, you know, his dream is always to play with Bronny. Obviously, Bronny's going to USC, has to at least play a year. I don't think he's good to be enough to be a one and done. Um, so it's very interesting. I, I don't know if anyone has any other thoughts about that. We might have seen LeBron's last game. I don't think it's his last game. Uh, I I could see no. him. I, I, I saw this floating around the interweb today. I could see him like taking a year off, like saying he's done, and then comes back and just signs wherever, wherever Bronny gets mm. drafted. Yeah. Plays, plays one year with him because the Lakers just—they're not ready to win a title. I mean, they just got swept at home. I think he's just like caught up. It's just like, man, I'm old. I felt old on the court today, but you know, off season goes by. He probably—I mean, I don't know. The guy loves basketball. He's obsessed with basketball. I mean, and the whole Bronny stuff. I he—I think he pretty much wiped that off the record. He said he's going to let Bronny do whatever he wants. Bronny wants to do, and that—and that might mean playing together. It might not, right? So as long as that, as long as he wants to go to school, he'll let. So he's not going to put any pressure on him to decide what to do. He's also due forty nine million dollars next year. I'm like, I don't care how rich you are, you're just going to leave forty nine million dollars. So LeBron's cheap. He's a cheap guy. So Four, yeah, forty forty nine million dollars to. Pete, that's a great point. Play a season of basketball. I mean, I don't, I don't care if you're a billionaire. Forty nine million dollars. Buy, buy another house in south of France. I mean, whatever you want to do with it. Buy a lot of wine with forty nine million dollars. This is not financial advice, but you don't get rich by turning down a free $49 million. I'll know? say this. If, I'll take his roster spot. <laughs> I think all we've right. all seen Ryan play basketball. <laughs> that's not going to happen. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would do it, though. That's, that's nice of you. Yeah. Um, okay, I just want to get that point. So, all right, yeah. I mean, we, we want I, – I, I, be very careful talking about a Heat Nuggets finals. Before you, go to the I'm, finals, not gonna, I'm not going to participate in that, but you guys can talk about that. You guys can cut it up on that. I'd Teams like to just say one thing. Just say one thing. They gave uh, Jokic the – what, and this is like a dumb – I don't even know this was an MVP. They gave him the Western Conference Finals MVP. I think it should have gone to Jamal Murray. I, I think Jamal Murray had – I mean, I know that Jokic is a great player. They did a lot. But Jamal Murray had some he, – he scored some – he, 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 he kept this in the game a lot of times. <laughs> Well, was, great. Dean, what are you shaking your head for, Dean? You got some. Marty, Marty, what's the, what's the, what's the what's the trophy called? Let's start with that. Most valuable player. It's not this <laughs> the, the guy that kept us in the game and made some big shots. Trophy. I'm just saying, Jamal Murray. I just think for the team, you know, I think Jamal Murray was he played great. I don't know. I don't know. What you they have won without say. Jokic. No, they couldn't have. They couldn't have won without Jamal Murray either. That argument doesn't uh, mean anything. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. As they would not be in the Western Conference Finals without. I, I, I appreciate the thing the about take. the Nuggets. 
they all play as a team. He's a great player. Nobody would deny that, but they they play with chemistry. They're a team game. They're, they're not like, you know, I don't know. But you guys I, I have you looked at Jokic's <laughs> numbers the last like twelve games? Game three didn't game three didn't have great numbers, but yeah. I mean, I know he has great stats. I get it. Just saying. He does a lot of stuff off the ball too. So. I think you're going off your eye your eye test. Yeah, it's an eye test. Exactly right. I mean, what is the MVP but not? And you eye. got glasses. Were you wearing your glasses? Yeah, I was wearing <laughs> my glasses, Pete. You're wearing my glasses. Your non prescription glasses you've been duping Pete, us with for years now. Prescription. Oh, camera's working. I'm Jeez. Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <No. laughs> it's been a mess, man. It's just um, um I will wow. say this as as a former Denver resident. I'm happy for the Nuggets. Happy for the Nuggets. That team talks been... about me. He's just attaching your name on this. Pete, get out of I'm, here. As a former Denver, and resident. I don't think you are a resident. You like we're here for a cup of coffee. I don't think that determines residency. Oh, three years is a cup of coffee now. Yeah. So then that means you never lived in Pittsburgh. Ever. No, I was there for. A, but you a said shot. you lived on the. You said you lived on the East Coast, which you consider. Pittsburgh I did. East Coast. I did live in the East Coast. That's a fact. Where? I wouldn't consider it my residency. But you lived there, right? As a former resident. I well, I lived there. Yeah. When you live somewhere, you're a resident of that place. Okay. Command of the model. Carry on. Okay. I can As see former, what you're doing. I can see what you're doing here, though. I, I'm not doing anything. If you let me, if you let me talk, you'll you'll hear my point. I'm just saying, as a former resident of Denver, Colorado. <laughs> I think it's pretty cool to see the Nuggets. I know they're not they're not flashy, they're not exciting, but everyone on this podcast outside of Dean has lived in Denver and seen that team the last six years be like good enough to make a run, yeah. but never make a run. And they've never been the best, right? Like this year they were the one seed, which is you know just proof that they deserve to be where they're at. But they've been really good the last five or six years, but just never good enough. And like obviously the, the Warriors dynasty didn't help all those years in the West, but man, it's it's pretty cool. To see that team and they've been constructed pretty i would say pretty much the same the last what three or four years like a couple add-ins here and there michael porter got drafted but i mean overall that team has not changed a lot and they've built the chemistry and mike malone's been there a long time they built the chemistry and, and now they're here right so i think it's cool to get them on the national stage i think it's awesome for jokic i mean that guy is a badass and he, he deserves it as he deserves it as much as anyone to win a ring. So um, I think, I think they're the best team left. Uh, Miami's hot, obviously, but I think it'll be a battle, but I, I don't, I, I think the nuggets are by far the best team out of the, the three left. Yeah, I agree. It is cool. Yeah. Cause they're always close enough, but they just get, you know, Jamal Murray turning his ACL. Mm-hmm. Um, they're healthy. And I think they do have, I mean, Caldwell Pope has been a, the role players have played extremely well. Gordon Pope, uh, Bobby Brown, just extremely good role players. And that's what you have to have to like win championship. You have to have depth off the bench. So, it, yeah, it's if they, if they win this year, are, are, are we all in agreement that like they're the favorites come out of the West again next year if they stay for healthy? Sure, for sure. Especially if LeBron retires. Dean, what do you think? Is there anyone in the West? I mean, maybe the Suns, if they kind of figure stuff out. Yeah, I, I would say, well, I'd say that day one after the season ends, that they're probably the favorite just because so much is up in the air with a team like the Suns and the Warriors and even the Clippers and Lakers. But they're the team that would have to change the least 
to be the favorite. All those other teams would have a big, big, like, couple months of the summer to, like, figure things out to re- even be in that conversation. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We got to go. We still got to go win the NBA Finals. Yeah, let's not be talking about next year number one favorites. We still we got to take care of business this year. I mean, we got like nine days for that. Yeah, that's like a lot. We got a whole another whole another week of podcast before that. Yeah. Hey, Marty, are you gonna are you gonna party in the streets if they win? I'll join the parade. Yeah, yeah. I'll join the parade. Rick, Rick were you Rick? At the, were you at the Avs parade? No. I was out of town as it were. He's a bigger he's a bigger Nuggets fan than I. <laughs> uh, no, I'll be happy for him. I ain't going to no parade. Uh, I mean, yeah. What was that? Yeah, <laughs> let me ask you. You're the you're the you're the resident hoops expert on this podcast. Is Mike Malone a good coach? He's a great coach. I'd say I'm, so. I'm you didn't ask you, Rick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd say I'd say he's a good coach. I mean, part of being like a coach in the NBA is managing egos and getting the most out of your role players. And it's like Jokic just in general probably makes that easy. But you look yeah. Ryan talked about the role players. And it's like, you know, being able to manage those role players and then the Michael Porter Jr. like time bomb that you never know like if he's gonna have a hot night or an off night and be able to work around that. Yeah, and I just think he's done a good job of kind of trusting the guys that they had. Because, like, with Jamal Murray coming off, like, the knee surgery, missing a year and a half, like, who knew what you were going to get from him when he came back? So, like, he's got to get some credit for kind of trusting Murray to get back to where he was. Because I agree that they're not there without Murray. He's not the most valuable, but (laughs) they're not there without him, like, doing the things that he's been doing. and For sure. Part of that was kind of the trust that Malone had. It's like we can win with this guy coming back. Who do you think runs the locker room there? Who's like the who is the the emotional leader of the locker room and the Nuggets? Because I don't know if it's Jokic. I just don't know if he's that guy. I don't really know him as well. But I'd just be curious who it is over there. I would guess Jokic, and not just because he's the best player, but just because I mean he's got a little bit of a mean streak to him. Yeah, like, he does. You know, he, his brothers. Yeah, like his brother just sitting there like thugs courtside. <laughs> I mean, if you mess with Jokic, like he, he's not afraid to to come back at you a little bit. So it's like I, I could see him having the kind of temperament to kind of lead a lead their locker room, and and he's been the guy who's who's been around like that this entire time. I mean, Murray was out uh, out injured. Gordon just came over in trade, so it's kind of got to be him. And it's also like Michael Porter Jr. ain't that guy either. So I know actually who it is. DeAndre Jordan. Dude, I forgot he was on the team until post-game <laughs> handshakes last night. Marty Brown has no idea who that is. No I, no, I do know who it was, and I saw him in the in the Nuggets jersey, like on the social and stuff, and I was like, that, that can't be right. That can't be who I think it is. Rick, are you gonna are you gonna dust off the the Nuggets Richter jersey for the finals? Uh no. I'm not a Nuggets fan. Oh, okay. I've never been a Nuggets fan. I just got those for free. People forget that I I scored like twenty six points on that court one time. You always have a way of bringing it back to yourself. Congratulations! Remember that, Rick? Remember that, Rick? Yeah, yeah, I was there. You you hooped it up, man. Yeah, loose nets. What was that? Loose rims. It was a charity event. They invited Pete. Was that like where they bring like the boys and girls club out on the court at halftime to play? Make a wish. Yeah. 
No, no, it was it was all the Pepsi people. We we did a pickup game. I just I was I was Against draining kids, threes, Karen. draining threes yeah. all day. I don't know if Rick scored a point, but he was he was a good hype guy. I'm sure they've got some hoopers at Pepsi. I don't know. I'm crying. It didn't happen. Pete's horrible at basketball, but it's really your dream. You just you're you're you're, you're the best on the brightest stages. So yeah, um, you put you put me in a you put me in a high school gym. I'll, he's horrible. I'll go oh for twenty seven, but in the Pepsi Center, I think I went like twelve for fourteen. Just lit it up. You're hot. That was fun. Those are that was, that was a fun day. Um, I think the Lakers need a mascot. I was thinking about that the other night. What are they? What, what's what's the mascot going to be? A late like what's a Laker? Like Mister Laker, Mister Mrs. Lake Show. Nah, I don't know. Nah. <laughs> Historic <laughs> franchises don't need mascots. That's true. Do the Celtics have one? Yeah, his name's Lucky. Yeah, that makes sense. He's a leprechaun. Yeah. I mean, 18 uh, champions. 18 champions. Or 17 champions. We're not talking about the past, though, right? Well, you just said historic. Right? You just said historic. So I think you. Hey, shout out Rocky. That's all I have to say. Yeah. All Great right. Master. All right. Wrapping up. Hey, that's Nuggets Talk from your boy, Marty. I got to hop good. off. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Marty. Back to work. See you, Marty. Thanks, Marty. Back to work. I think that was good, boys. Chop it up. Dean, I know you got three f- big fishes in a pond and we just eat each other up. So yeah. sorry we sorry we couldn't. That was our fault. No, no, no. I'm just glad that Casper finally made it onto the podcast. <laughs> yeah, Mar- Marty, Marty's been Marty's been talking about being on this podcast for, for 20 weeks. Yeah. yeah. So. Probably for maybe a first and only, but hey, he made it good. He came prepared. I will say that. He definitely came prepared. Yeah. He was looking forward to it. So, um, cool. All right. Well, uh, moving right along, Celtics, Heat, you all, you all think it's done tonight? Yep. Yep. Is there any chance that they, they, the Celtics win tonight? No. No. Zero. No. What's the spread? Yep. I honestly don't know. 20. 60. My, it's a pretty much a pick on Miami by one. Here's what I'll say. And again, I'm not going to – I said it's going to be a very short segment. The Celtics are at their best when their backs are against the wall. So this is a very, 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 very back backs against the wall. Pretty much walking the plank, but halfway off. If they win one, it, they go back home. I don't know. So I'm not going to – there's no sob story today. We suck. They have no heart. I, I was about to say that the Nuggets are really the anti-Celtics. They're the complete opposite. They play with heart. They play together. The Celtics so, are just... So are the Heat, Rick. So are the yeah. Heat. Yeah, for sure. The Heat are the exact. They play with hustle. Uh, it's crazy, man. I don't know. There's just... Everyone wants Missoula fired. Everyone wants uh, Jalen Brown traded. It's just like... It's been an absolute disaster in the Twitter streets about the Celtics. And, and it's not even over. Hey, you just gotta win one. You know, I hate Boston, but you win one, anything could happen. If you Wanna... win one, everything like you go back home, which doesn't mean anything. So I don't know. Um, the city of Boston was built off, like the 04 Red Sox changed the city of Boston forever. So 
Who's say it can't happen? So I will say I, I saw something cool. Missoula's last college game. Did you guys see this? Jimmy Butler ended him. Yeah, Jimmy Butler at Marquette beat his team. That was his last basketball game as a player. It's almost like you can't. It's it's like it's crazy. It's very ironic. Was that Big East tournament or NCAA tournament? He played from West Virginia, so it must yeah. have been. It must have been NCAA. Well, no, that because that was back. That was back when West Virginia and Marquette were they in I the Big East. Both yeah. of them were. Yeah. That was the, the good old days of the Big East. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. UConn Man. still dominated back then. Don't forget. Yeah, great. Um, all right. Well, I won't miss too much time on the politics, but um, all right. Draft talk. Wemby. We called it, boys. We. I, it, it's so rigged. Like it's just like their roots are all in France and Tony Parker and this and that and Pop. How does Pop still have a job? By the way, you like these guys are getting fired left and right for like not making the second round of the playoffs. Pop's got do, five five rings. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, none of these dudes. All these guys are getting Nick fired. Nurse had like, a one, 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 and it was because Durant got hurt, Clay got hurt, and Kawhi. So it's like, yeah, it's not exactly the same thing. Budenholzer, he had Giannis. It's like, okay, like yeah, these these guys are technically championship head coaches. But as one of our listeners would also say, Frank Vogel is technically a championship head coach. And he's been out of work for a while now. So, okay, I, I get it. They're, they're I just not the same. The the leash. There's no other leash shorter than an NBA head coach. It's insane. Well, there's a NFL's good comparison. Behind, but a good comparison would be like, why does Bill Belichick still have a job? He, he's in a winning record every single year. Did Spurs, they have a I mean, I mean, oh. did they make the playoffs last year? No, but the Spurs were. The Spurs are. They kind of turned on last year, so it, it's a fair comparison, Rick. No, I, I did think of that. I did think of it. So those the Spurs, the Spurs those blew up their roster. Like they went from playoff team to like, all right, we're blowing it up. And they got rid of DeRozan, Aldridge, like DeJounte Murray. They got rid of everyone. So but no, it's like of of, of course they get Wembenyama. It's like of course. Insane, dude. I'm glad he, he went to San Antonio. I was like, I didn't want him in the East. And I was like, hey, San Antonio, like that, that's a good spot for player development. So that'll be fun. It'll be good. I mean, the Spurs have always just been historically boring. Um, I think Pop probably was like, hey, whenever you guys want to move on from me, like, I'm just retiring. He's not going anywhere else, right? Like, I'm sure they've had the conversation like, hey, let's go try to get Wempanyama. If we don't get him, I'll be with you guys for a year or two till you guys get some good players and just, like, call it a cr- – I mean, the guy's old, right? I think the fact that they got Wempanyama is going to be a little spark under Pop's Pop's ass and say, hey, like – Let's go try to build something over these next couple of years and see if we can get one more ring. I'm I don't know. Like I know this guy is like the most hyped guy since shit, probably LeBron. LeBron. Right. Yeah. He's seven five. They say he has more growth to do, and he's like a twig, right? And yep. a lot of people are like, Whoa, you know, Durant's a twig, but Durant's been hurt all the time. And he's not seven yeah. five. And like different styles of games, right? Like Wempanyama's shot is not like Durant's got one of the best mid-range shots in the history of the NBA. So I'll be interested to see how his body holds up in the NBA. Obviously a mega talent, obviously got the size. Can't teach size, right, Rick? Can't teach size. Can't teach size. And I'm excited to see what he does. I, I, they got to put pieces around him, though. Yeah. It just sucks, man. I just can't imagine being like a Pistons fan or some of these other teams that like just are just so bad and then they just get 
jobbed so, every year. I, I don't feel Pistons fans were crying. I know. They, they had the care. worst record. They got paid two years ago, number one. And then it's like, you know. Yeah. I mean, you're as happy you get one first round pick because even if you have the worst record, the odds say that, you know, you have the, the worst record every year. If what we covered it, 14% chance 14. or whatever. So it's like just getting it once is good. But yeah. yeah. yeah I mean, if you have the worst record every year for 10 years, like if the, the odds play the way they're supposed to, you only get one first overall pick. Exactly. One, one yeah. and 1. 1.4. We're being technical. It's good yep. math, Pete. Yeah. Thanks. Um, seven five is huge. I saw a picture of him next to Rudy Gobert, and he's—it's just crazy. Did you yeah, see the picture got... of him next next to Mbappe, the the French? Yeah, he's player? like he's like twice <laughs> the size. He's like Mbappe is five ten, and he's like at his waist. Like you put him up against Jokic, like Jokic is working him right. Dude, just think about his hands over his head too, right? Like he's seven five. Like he can touch the rim without jumping, guaranteed. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, no I mean, one's very, blocking a shot. I'm no very familiar with seven footers, particularly seven foot four players. Oh, but he's built crazy. He's built like Durant. Yeah, so that'd be interesting. I'm excited for it. Yeah, the NBA NBA needed a, a talent like this to come out of the draft. It's been, I, I mean, Wiggins was like supposed to be the next LeBron back when he was in high school and all that stuff, but he's pretty much he's still I would say he's still a, a great player, but he's not a star. So this is like the first big time guy to come out. I mean coming out with the hype that he's got, right? So it's pretty cool. And I, I think a cool comparison, like totally different styles of players, obviously in size, but everyone's saying, well he's been playing against pros in Europe. I'm like, all right, yeah, like the pros in Europe aren't the NBA pros, but Luca did the same thing, and he came in, and no one thought he was going to be this star, and he came in NBA ready. So maybe he's more NBA ready than we think. I think yeah. he's probably ready ready for the physicality of the game. It's like it's at college, you're just playing against other 18, 19, 20-year-olds that just they aren't fully developed. It's like you play in those professional leagues in Europe. You're playing against grown-ass men that, that are going to try to beat the shit out of you. So it's like. I think that was kind of the biggest thing for Luca is that he came over and it's like, yeah, the skill level is not quite the same, but physicality is. So if you're already used to that and you're ready for it, you know, you already have your, your foot in the door. Yeah. All right, boys. Um, we'll see tonight, the fate, the rest of the series. Um, any final thoughts on NBA? Basically, it just feels like uh, the season's wrapping up quick. Like, yeah, you know it. It went from you know we are having like semifinals, like two games a night, and yeah. now it's like we're gonna go through a nine day period of no games, and then we'll have one more series, and it's over. And it's like it just it feels like it's ending very quickly. It kind of it feels like the tournament. Yeah, I think Pete talked about it before. It's like you're used to just games and sitting down and watching every night, and now it's you don't have that. And and of course it helps when one when teams are getting swept, but it's still it's like. Yeah. It just, yeah, it reality setting in. Yep. Dean, do we think the Knicks would have? Sorry about that. Dean, do we think the uh, the Knicks would have beat the Celtics too? No, I don't think so. I think Miami's. I think my like Miami was. We forget they were the one seed last year with basically the same group. So, I think 
they were always kind of this wild card. They dealt with a lot of injuries this year. They are they were we forgot they were legitimately one of these top teams. The Knicks, not quite there yet. Not not quite there yet. I think the Heat were it's kind of like a sleeping giant a little bit. And it's crazy to think the Bulls were beating them in the playing game. The Heat almost missed the playoffs entirely. Yeah. It's like it's crazy, crazy to think about. All right. Moving right along. NHL. Kind of boring. We got some potential sweeps going on. Knights are up 2 0 against the Stars. And then Panthers and 3 0 now. 3 0. Is it 3 0? Yep. I'm a little behind. Dang. Uh, oh, yeah. They played last night. And then uh, Panthers won again last night, right? Yep. 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 The games have been good. The games yeah. have been really, I mean, I think you, yeah. we've had, what, four overtime games of the first five total? Yeah. So yep. it's just uh, they're all being won by, by like, one one team and i'm like can you imagine how bad that would be to be a fan at that four overtime game a carolina fan you sit there for the entire thing and then you sit through that last intermission before the fourth overtime then you get beat real quick it's like no they 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 scored that goal dean with like 15 seconds left oh yeah full fourth period yeah so yeah it's crazy hey I, i think we can crown if Things go the way they're looking like they're going. My, is Miami title town? Panthers and the Heat going to be in the finals? I mean, you have to win titles to be. T- I don't. I don't understand. Western Conference title, Eastern Conference. Those aren't. Dean, do we hang banners for those? I'm just. I mean, no, we do not. Just so we're clear. But I mean, what are we talking about? But they could be on the doorstep. I mean, they just got to win one yeah, more series, could. and then. uh then so the Marlins and Marlins and Dolphins will be on the hot seat. He just like can't get this out of his brain, his small brain. That he, we are title time until otherwise, like since we have the most titles in like the last twenty years. Careful, Rick. Keith's lighting matches, trying, trying to get, trying to get you going. I know he's been doing a whole episode. Um, four years, crazy. It'd be great. I mean, South Florida. Yeah, it's been a. Been a hot. It's a hot time to be down there. Um, and I mean, if you want to add this, Pete, you probably didn't even think about this because I'm a couple steps ahead of you. Brooks Koepka lives in South Florida. He just won the PGA Championship. What about University of Miami going to the Final Four. Uh, did they not go to the Final Four? I mean, they did, but it's like I'm not even saying. Yeah, I'm just saying South Florida's hot right now. I don't literally I don't, and figuratively. Dean, I know Pete tries to stretch narratives, but in this case, title town, the, the, the word title is in that word. Yeah. I mean, Pete, I, I, I'm, I'm, what about, I, I, I got to make it as simple actually, as, as now I think about it. LA <laughs> might be title town. They had the Rams, the Dodgers, and the Lakers win more recently than any Boston teams won. Dean, you have a mute button. <laughs> Dean, am I wrong there? Am I wrong there? I, I mean, you're you're not wrong, but it feels like we are we're grasping at straws. Boston's, I, I think Boston's not title town anymore. Thank you. That's all I wanted to hear. The title I is say up for once, grabs. Once the Celtics put a fork, it, it, things things change. But I'm not here to talk. What I don't. 
what are we even talking about? Hey, all right, totally, totally. Off We're the turning into like first did, take right now. Did you guys know that Florida Panthers played in South Florida? Because I had no idea where they played until yeah, they like played a week in Sunrise. Ago. I know. I just they could have played in Orlando. They could have played in Tampa. Well, not Tampa, Orlando or Jacksonville or Fort Lauderdale. I had no idea where they played until I looked it yeah. up last week. I'm like, I don't even know where the Florida Panthers play. The Peace. They're known by the Peace. Mm. So, yeah, I don't know. It's a. By the way, the night you guys said the Knights were up three zero. They're up two zero. I knew they were up two zero. Yeah. Panthers said, are three zero. We said two zero. Said Panthers three zero. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep, correct. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I, I, I say I love Vegas. Vegas is a hockey town. I think I said it last time. I hope Vegas advances, and then I don't really care who they. Play. I think the 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 Panthers and Hurricanes in my mind are the exact same team. I don't I don't know the difference. They're the same colors, same same coast. You, it doesn't matter. Just call them the red team. Yep. The red team versus the Golden Knights. Yeah. That's all. I, I, teams like, I mean, Dean, am I wrong? I don't think the Panthers had the same colors, but whatever. This They got some blue in it. and uh, Every home crowd's red. It's uh, the red team. So, all right. The only thing we got to keep an eye on, boys, is that if the Knights do advance, it's hard to keep ice cold in Vegas. It's going to slow down. It's going to slow down something. Yeah, it's going to take that into account. We heard it when they played the Caps and a few years ago. Ice softens a little, even in that arena. It gets a little too hot. All right, speaking of hockey, we, we lost our, our championship this weekend. Really? Damn. Three, three, three game series over three weeks every Sunday. What happened? Won, won the first game in a shootout, lost the second game in a shootout, and we, got, we lost 6-2 this weekend. Damn. Tough game. Did you replace the goalie at half? No. We only had one goalie. We pulled him with like four minutes left, though, and didn't let up an empty netter. Did, you, did you score any? Didn't score any. <laughs> Six on five. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, we won, 14, guys, we won 14 straight games before these last two. Isn't that crazy? That's a good question. Do you hang a banner for that, Pete? No. With your, with your mindset, Dean? Nope. Yeah. Okay. Close. But no cigar. Uh, one one miscellaneous anecdote. Do y'all see the rookies? They have like I, I I keep an eye on this every year. It's called like rookie. I don't even know. It's like rookie photo shoot day. They all put on their uniforms in the Coliseum and you you yeah, USC. It's like your first look at them. Yeah, I love it. I love it because you never like get a, all thirty two teams essentially like next to each other. It's kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, AOC was there and O'Connell. Why was he there? Yeah, he knew. Guess what number he was wearing, too? 18? 15? I don't know. Four. One? Four? Oh, my God. They, they, damn. Number four for the Raiders. Put those Derek, duct- Derek Carr disrespect, man. Put those duct tape on those jerseys. Uh, and also, God. Brady bought a piece of the Raiders. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. Player wonder, why he, why, wonder why he didn't buy a piece of the Pats. I don't know. I wrote. A, I read a blog about that today. I don't know. I think they definitely would have offered him ownership. <laughs> Man, did you guys see? You guys probably didn't, because who cares about Jim Irsay or Colts news? But Jim Irsay came out. He tweeted his top five NFL players of all time and didn't put Peyton Manning in there. And Colts fans are like, "This is why Peyton Manning hates the city of Indianapolis. This is why he lives in Denver now and all this shit." And then he, he lives in Denver because Denver's way better than Indy. Right. 
Okay, right. Okay. But, but then fucking, uh, he came back like I think yesterday or the day before. And he's like, guys, I, I had some time to edit over, and then he put in like Brady slash Manning or something like at four or five, and everyone was like, "Go fuck yourself, Jim." It's like Jim, I wouldn't have he, that guy's crazy, right? <sighs> Nut job. Not terrible. Job. That, terrible. That's the effects of long-term like substance abuse, and it's like so. I, I feel a little bit bad for him, even though he's a fucking billionaire. He's got, you know, he, he's just more, fine. More money, more problems. It's always awkward though when they show him in the locker room, like after games, and they'll have like the coach will give like the victory speech. We didn't really have this problem too much last year, but <laughs> then like he, he comes out and says some words like to the team, and you're just like. Like get this guy away! <laughs> get this guy out. It's, of he's here. honestly a rock star. It's the life of a rock star. Yeah, I mean, playing in the band. He, he does have he does have a pretty sweet guitar collection. I think it's yeah, easy so. for us to say, but like if I owned an NFL team, I don't know if I'd have his speech at the very game, but I'd be pretty involved. I'd be like, I fucking own an NFL team. Yeah, I'd be. I'd, I'd be, I'd be visible. Players. I'd be visible. Yeah, I'd be the anti-John Henry. That's for sure. Um, all right, wrapping up. Baseball, we're in the dog days, man. This is the dog days of baseball. Yankees are hot. Nice. Any any news on the Yankees roster, Pete? Uh, best record in the majors since the start of May. Rodon Ro- about to come, come back. Roster, roster news. Aaron Hicks, DFA. Going through waivers right now. Greg Allen. So, Pete, when a guy like that, right, he, again, I, I, I said this in the group, I've never seen such rejoice celebrate. I feel I, at some point, like, it's like this is a real-life human being, and you guys are just celebrating. God, the Red Sox fans kind of did with Ryan Brazier. That just happened. But Brazier, like, I just don't get it. It's like, you guys are just mean. You just said the Red Sox are the exact same. Not as bad, though, but you guys consistently do it. I work. I hope he. I hope he lands somewhere and has a, a great rest of his career. Okay. All right. <laughs> I can't. Wait. It's gonna be August, and it's gonna be Yankee select contract of Aaron Hicks from AAA Scranton. Like he's he, coming back, team. I, I think he's. I think he's coming back. No one. No one's claiming him off waivers. Not with that contract. The Yankees are gonna have to pay that. Yeah. yeah they're, gonna to, they're gonna have to eat yeah, thirty mil. Yeah. That, but, that just shows me that. You know, I think, well, Hal, first off, do whatever it takes to win. I'll eat a $30 million of a contract. You'll, think, you'll eat I, it? I think, I think. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Pete. Thanks for your service. I think he stayed on the roster as long as he did because Cashman has a trouble admitting his mistakes. He wanted to continue to give him chances. And, like, listen, when he signed that contract, he was, I don't know, top five, top ten center fielder in baseball. Whatever, whatever it was, right? He fell off. I mean, it wasn't this like crazy contract. It was like seven years, seventy million. So, ten million a year is not like Judge A Rod money, right? But he literally fell off a cliff the last two years. So, hey, if you're not performing, like, it's not that he had a lack of hustle or lack of try. He wanted to do well. Maybe just, lack of support. If you need the fan support to perform, then, like. You shouldn't be in the major leagues. You should he was be getting booed to, on a home run. You, you should be self-motivated. You guys booed him on a home run. Hey, it, it was time. When you're batting 150, you should expect to get booed. No matter There's what. no other fan base like that. 
you literally just admitted that he was trying as hard as you could, and your fan base is booing his ass as he's rounding the bases on a home run. Well, when you strike out like twenty of twenty-seven at bats in a row, like, hey, we at least admit there's a correlation to Yankees hated Yankees. I leave that their careers get better, like almost instantaneously. That's fine. I but hope, you, I, but you, what do you? There's gotta be like we have to like look at right, this. Well, it's not like, a like Gallo's dropped off a little bit. All right, like he had a good three week stretch. Like he's night day from the Yankees. Bravo. Hey, some people are not meant for New York. Some people are not meant for Boston. So you either. do you you do admit that <clears throat> there's a little bit of a you might be pulling some some players down if you can't handle the bright lights, you don't belong in New York. Are you are you okay with the fan base, you know, being known for criticizing players if that ends up being the difference between a World Series and no World Series? Is being supportive. That's, not, that's not the difference. That's, a, between, that's, that's a, not the difference between a World Series. Aaron Hicks, Aaron Hicks, Joey Gallo, and Sonny Gray were not winning us a World Series. Let's just put that out there. Into Chapman. The what about Chapman? He had his chances for five years with the Yankees in the ALCS, three of those years, and he couldn't get it done. So he had his chance. Like you're, you're making it sound like they come for like outside of Gallo. None of these guys were here for a year. They were here for three, four, five, six, seven years. And you guys hated them every time. You guys crapped on them every we loved, year. We loved yeah. Chapman. We loved Hicks when he signed that deal. We were happy to have Hicks as our center fielder. Like you can't, years, you can't like, fall no. off a cliff and bat 150 and expect to be supportive. We have the expectation to win. And if you're not helping us win, like get on the bench or go to AAA or go somewhere else. Or go to hell. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it. You did. But um, I, I, just said, I, said I, I said I'm rooting for him to, to go do well somewhere else. It's just not going to happen here. It's really nice, UP. Um, <laughs> do you think big picture that some of this mentality that you have, right? Bright lights in New York, if you're not performing, get out. Is the reason that some of you all haven't had a championship in like 12 years at any sport? No. Right. Carrying down Julius Randle posters, leaving the garden, stomping on it. it it's, it's just so funny. Cause like you see one clip and like everyone, all the Knicks commentators, all the Knicks radio guys were less like the, a couple bozos tearing down a, a Randall poster. It's like everyone Those knows the same that's, guys a, that's a true, hits, that's though. a true Knicks fan knows that that team's better with Julius Randall on it. Like they just need more help than him. So those same people are booing Aaron Hicks. You're just like you're the biggest like Twitter clickbait guy. You you find a few things, and yeah, I agree with Hicks. Hicks is getting booed. Dean, what all season? But yeah, like you, you see one clip. Ah, oh, this is why New York fans suck. Ah, you never name another town. You see someone tearing down a poster, booing up a, a, a home run. It doesn't happen. I'm sure it happens. It it doesn't happen. We just have the brightest lights, the biggest media, and everything is everything is captured in New York. But do you think I, I guess coming back to my original question, do you think that what you just said is affecting teams winning championships? I don't know. What's the missing piece then? Good players. <laughs> and Hicks Hicks wasn't a good player. What's the missing piece? All right. I I also I want to say this. I think we're a, a pro Brian Cashman podcast. Yeah. Oh, we love cash. But we need to start talking about some of these moves that uh, are not working out. Like Rodon, Montas, Hicks, like yep. prospects coming up and not performing. Like what what's go what do we think's going on here? Like 
is, right, is well, Cashman. The, the montage thing was a disaster. The Hicks thing, hey, we all know we we've talked about that. Yeah. Like I, I don't think we can make an a, a judgment or an assessment on Rodon yet. We're we're forty games into the season. Like let's see let's see what happens, right? Like where does we're not gonna call that so that far? It's been a disaster. Yeah. Okay. One sixth of the way through the season, it's been a disaster, Rick. In year one of the contract, like let's just see. Okay, I agree. It hasn't been good yet, but we're not going to call the the deal a, a bust. Just That's yet. Right. I'm not the Montas deal. I can I can agree with. Right now, it looks bad. Not going to play pretty much the whole year. Didn't play the back half. Well, when he did play last year, he wasn't great, and then he didn't play the back half of the year. So I don't know, but Volpe's looked good. Feel, feels feels good that we kept him instead of trading him off, yep. right? We agree there. Yep, he's starting to play better. Yeah, he's playing better. Glaber Glaber's been pretty good for four years. That was that was a move. Donaldson traded Chapman and got him back. Do- Almost forgot about Donaldson. Well, Donaldson, Pete, he ain't coming hey. back. He's got hurt again. Hasn't been great. Hasn't been great. They like excommunicated him from the team. Didn't they like interview him? Someone interviewed him the other day, and it's like, yeah, he's on like the Jacoby Ellsbury plan or something, where he's just he just he's on he's on the books, but no no intention to come back. Yeah, I mean, he said he like hurt himself doing something at home, like cut his finger. <laughs> I don't yeah, need Donald, he sent I don't someone to his house. DJ Lemayhu was that a good move? I mean, like you guys are just picking out the bad ones until There's he gets lot, hurt. Yeah, it's plenty of good ones. What <laughs> was Rizzo a good move? <clears throat> Rizzo's the best move. That's a great move. I love Rizzo. I mean, is Stanton been a good no. move? No. I don't know. Hasn't I, I think that that's still like he was our best hitter in the playoffs last year. Like was Garrett Cole a good move? Too early to tell. <laughs> yeah, it's too early to tell. He's the best pitcher in baseball right now. What's what's the missing piece? But, but we can but we can make an assessment on Rodon 40 games into the season. But Garrett Cole, it's too early to tell. Yeah, you're right. It sounds like Rodon's coming back next week. It does. No, it, no, it doesn't. No, it does not. He's, he might he's be already like, back. He's back with the team already. They're saying he could start as early as within the next week. We well, should just ask his wife. We should start asking his wife. Tweeter, tweeter from the big rigs. <laughs> First tweet from the big rigs account. So what? What's what's so what's the missing piece, Pete, in your mind right now from playing baseball in November? We need a hit in the playoffs. I mean, we've talked about it a million times. Do you think you have the right the right roster to do that? I do. I think Oswaldo Cabrera. He's doing his part. He's going to get better and better playing a full season. You got Judge Stanton. Stanton will come back. Rizzo's been playing great. He's having Rizzo's having a great year. Glaber's having a great year. DJ's doing his doing his thing. I mean, Volpe's been great. I mean, not great, good, great on the bases. I mean, where Trevino was an All Star catcher last year. Like it. If we're comparing rosters, like I'll take our roster over most rosters in the majors. I agree. Yeah, it's a good roster. So it comes down to us hitting in October. That's that's what it comes down to. You're gonna play in a wild card game, so uh, are we? We're five and a half back from the race. We were ten and a half a week ago, so I don't think that division is locked up by any means. So, you, Rays are you, coming back down to earth. The Yankees are the hottest team in baseball. We got the Orioles starting tonight. Big series. 
But if we want to talk about fall on your face bad, let's talk about the Red Sox. It's been quiet on the Red Sox front. Yeah, Do like, like, just, Rick just likes the bash. I, think, when he's I think we have addition by subtraction. I think we know Kluber is probably probably done. Um, <laughs> Kluber was done in 2013, dude. <laughs> Kluber, I think I think we kind of we kind of got. He's horrible. He's horrible. We almost swept the Padres, but Padres are one of the worst teams in baseball. Uh, lost the Angels last night, two to one. Red Sox, I mean, like I said, this, the bet, a successful season, the Red Sox would be getting a wild card game. That's success for us. You guys have a banner, with this a banner for that? Nope. Never have, never will. Is the judge MVP watch back on? Sure. Just saying. I'm hoping for voter fatigue on Judge and Otani, and then Jordan wins it. I, 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 we got to talk about one more thing. I know it's going long. What's up with all these Yankees pitchers, Pete? Every single time I open Twitter, someone's got sticky stuff on their hands again. It's literally been one guy. Uh, Schmidt, Domingo, like two or three uh, times. Schmidt, yeah, <laughs> Domingo, Domingo, twice. <laughs> You can't just brush these like cheat. I mean, Pete, we're uh, we're before we we're anti cheating, right? Anti cheating. Yep. I mean, you hit Dean. You still hit him hard. You're not absorbed from this. Anti cheating. I mean, yeah, Domingo got caught with too much sticky stuff, but it's it's literally they they got to find a solution. The Major League Baseball Association on how they monitor this sticky stuff because one umpire oh. group doesn't care. One um, umpire <laughs> group cares more than other like. It's just it's too up and down for me. There's there's not it's literally user discretion. So the Yankees the Yankees cheat, but it's the MLB Players Association's fault. No, no. They're not, not consistently enforcing it. Not not saying not saying that he didn't clearly had too much sticky stuff on his hands. Doesn't mean it was an illegal substance. It was on his uniform. I don't know what He's you want. He's not even trying to hide it. I don't know what you want me to say. I'm just saying it's 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 a bizarre thing right now where Certain umpire groups are looking for it more than others. Like Scherzer got suspended for ten games. Same umpire group that's got Domingo. Like, I don't know. A little weird, right? They should know that, right? They know who the umpire part of the game. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying they shouldn't. And Domingo is not, you know, the sharpest tool in, in the in the Yankees shed. But still. Ah, so you're saying he was he wasn't intending to cheat. He's, it, it was on accident because he's an idiot. That, that's your words, not mine. Anything to just anything to try to skirt around the Yankees cheating. He might have he might have just thought it was like the right amount of sticky stuff where he wouldn't get in trouble for it, and he was wrong. Pete, yeah. let let's flip flop this real fast. If if the Yankees or if the Astros pitchers were in the same situation as the Yankees pitchers, what would your tune be? Same thing. Stop the cap. We're gonna we're gonna compare the Astros cheating with cameras in the outfield, like. Electronically, no, no, no. I'm not even talking about that. No, no, no. Just, we're talking about if the Astros are doing the sick, uh, sticky stuff. I, yeah. I get it, and I would say the same thing. I think the whole thing is kind of a sham right now. I, I said Domingo cheated, right? I've laid it down. I've admitted that, but I think the whole thing is just like got to get regulated in a different way. Like I don't know what it is, but is there like a, a you know at the airport when they like wipe your hands with like a pad and put it in a machine and say like oh you're clear? Like is there something where they could do that? The test for all the substances that would potentially be illegal says okay like he's only using rosin and water or rosin and this and 
he's got way too much of it on. Go go wash it off. We're gonna check everything. Or like how do like no one knows what's like from a fan's perspective, how like what's illegal, what's not, and what how much of it's on there and what like nobody knows. It's literally umpire discretion. I like the the airport comparison because maybe the Yankees just keep get randomly tested and failing. Maybe, maybe it's a random thing. Maybe there's maybe. cheating every time. Maybe. Things to think about. Things to think about. MLB needs to regulate better than the Yankees will stop cheating. Sure. Right. Sure. Yeah. I just want to make sure we're on the same page. We're an anti-cheating podcast, and we have to hold we have to hold each other accountable, especially with these new rules and everything like that. So all right. Uh before we get to picks, um, I think we alluded to great PGA championship. Really, really close. Um, Victor Hovland and chasing down Brooksy to the very end. I love it. I love a live player uh, winning. Kind of stick it to all the PGA stiffs out there. Um, but uh, I think the really the real story is the Cinderella story. Michael Block from California, just a club pro, swinging it at Oak Hill. Uh, and he dunked the hole in one, straight up dunked it, Dean. I don't know if you caught that. It doesn't, it like very rarely happens because obviously the hole's like a few inches wide, but uh, he slam dunked it. So that was cool. Yeah, I will say, and um, we won't get too deep into it. Basically, in the PGA Championship, 20 club pros every year get to qualify for it, which I think is awesome because these guys are just teaching at, at different yeah. golf courses around the country, public, private, doesn't matter. This guy's been in it like four or five times, I think. And I think this is like the first time that anyone's finished in the top 15 in like 30 years or something crazy. I don't know the exact number. Um, and most of them don't even ever make the cut. So yep. for him to do what he did, pretty it's insane. A tough course. Pretty too. insane. Pretty insane. That was a tough course. And he got invited to play next week at the Charles Schwab. And for being top 15, he got exempt to next year's PGA Championship. So blockheads, this is what PGA needed. A fun Cinderella story. So I hope, yep. I hope he keeps it up. Blockhead, baby. Okay. All right, let's do some picks. Um, I know we've been going a little long today, so uh, I can start. I want to get yeah. a real quick record update. Quick record update, Pete. Go ahead. All right. Do, do I, last week, too. I don't really remember. I went one and two last week. I okay. am at 42, 37, and one. Rick went one and two last week. Rick's at 45, 48, and one. Dean went one and four, inclusive of the Lakers series bet. Um, he is now at a 39, 50, and two. 11 games really behind good. 500. Yeah. Can, I, can I say this real fast? To some of those listeners, I gave out a double your 401k pick on, what was that, Friday or Saturday, Dean? Yeah. It was Nuggets uh, plus six, Saturday. game three. And they crushed them. So you're welcome to everyone who doubled their 401k and got to retirement maybe a little earlier. Nice. All right, here we go. Uh, Celtics Heat. It's really easy. Celtics money line. Not going to go too much farther into that. Uh, Red Sox play the Angels. Are we getting this out tonight, Dean? Are we doing tonight picks? I will. I will try my best to get it out. Okay. Uh, All right. I'm going to go to Wednesday then. Red Sox play the Angels. We got Big Maple. Big Maple. They're a pretty good first uh, start. So uh, maybe we can revive him. I love that you guys just take all the washed up Yankees and try to get a little more out of them. That's cool, though. Well, I mean, we're just trying to support them better than you did. So, uh, Red Sox play in Anaheim on Wednesday. I'll take them money line. 
And then some hawk, some hockey tonight. Uh, we've got Stars Golden Knights, Dan. I know if you can't get this outside, it's fine. But uh, I'm going to do four picks. So I'm going to take Golden Knights. Home ice doesn't matter uh, in Dallas tonight. I think that should be plus 125. And then uh, the Peas play the Hurricanes, the red game tomorrow. Um, I got the Panthers closing out in Sunrise, Florida. Got it, Pete. Got it. All right, I'm going to kick it off. Heat money line. They get the sweep done. I like the VGK money line pick as well. I think Vegas Golden Knights stay hot, um, beat Dallas in Dallas. Um, Yankees play the Orioles starting tonight. We'll go to the Wednesday game. We got Nasty Nestor versus Tyler Wells. Both having good years. Uh, Well, Tyler Wells having a better year. 2.94 ERA. Um, Nestor had a strong start last start, even though he kind of had a cold start to the season. So I'm going to go Yankees. Let's go Yankees minus one and a half on Wednesday. And I'll leave it at that. Three picks. He's still nasty. Actually, you know what? I'm throwing one more in there. Let's go Wednesday. Braves money line versus the Dodgers. At home. Wow. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Real quick. Heat money line. Vegas money line. And then I'm also then going to take Florida. Florida, uh, Florida Panthers in game four. And then I'm going to take Astros uh, against the Brewers both tonight and tomorrow. A little Wednesday day game okay. action. Okay. And then... Astros in all three games this weekend against the spread against the A's in Oakland. So, so, I, I, so that's minus one and a half pretty much every game. Yes. Yes. Astros minus one and a half versus Oakland every game. Okay. Yes. And that's just an FYI for the listeners that I'm 39 and 50. So. Okay. Yes. 500. So that's what? Three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight. So if you if you sweep if you sweep the table, you'll be at forty seven and fifty, just Still slightly below. below. <laughs> yeah. You gonna throw Gotta a few more in there, Dean? More. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I don't want to end up like thirty nine and sixty by going into next week. So yeah, cool. Start small. All right, well, let's wrap it up, Ricky. All right, boys, good one. Thanks to Marty. Thanks for listening. Uh, I think this was better. Got a little pop in us today. So go Celtics. Don't let us win one. We are Big Rig Nation. You all are. Hold up. You all are Big Rig Nation. We are the Big Rigs. We are out. Peace.